0: NFR Extra is a podcast dedicated to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and features icons and personalities that embody the Western lifestyle.
1: Putting on an event made me respect every rodeo and I do not give anybody a hard time because I hate everything about putting that event on. I mean <laughs> the end I said, Dad, I, I want it more than I ever have and I'm like I'm like, you don't have to worry about that. And he said, Well then go get it. And I mean, everything's been going good since then. Yeah That that's another thing. My dad makes me look at it in the bigger picture mm-hmm. better and he's like this is the sign, like you need to get it fixed. This is a good time. So fix that and i mean now it's pretty dang good i mean it's never going to feel good it's bull riding it hurts (laughs) it
2: should be a t-shirt yeah it's Uh, bull riding the stetson ride invitational it's bull riding it hurts yeah this is pro rodeo announcer andy seiler and you are listening to nfr extra
3: While we're joined with the uh, two announcers and Stetson Wright's seven-time world champion. I have to ask, what is uh, one of your least favorite things announcers refer to you as?
1: Um, the uncle to every single right that's still rodeos. That, <laughs> that annoys me, and I was at a Utah rodeo towards the end of last year, and this guy literally told me, or not me, announced to the whole world that he has got five gold buckles and... He is just at the age of 33 years old. Nice. He's a veteran. I mean, <laughs> minus 10, bro.
0: That's some real homework right there. Do
3: you
1: think he was dyslexic? Like he just yeah. swaps oh. the numbers up and yeah. wrong steps and right? He or started off Stattler. strong, but he hasn't
0: gotten a world championship in the last eight years. <laughs>
1: Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years of my life. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I want those back.
0: I know it. Oh. Yeah. How you doing, man?
1: Really good. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, I was telling it, was like everybody else, we got here yesterday and uh, Junior just got back from Brazil and everybody else kind of flied in. I said, Stetson's the only one with like pep in his step. And then he's like, yeah, he's 23. I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Touche. And i they have a three hour drive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Amen to that. Oh. So
0: you been back
1: home much or what
2: do you. What,
1: yeah. For the past two weeks I've been home, I just finished putting on my event that. That's my Invitational bull riding, and that's pretty much all I've been doing for two weeks.
3: What's it like being on the production side of the world rather than just entering
1: and showing up? Um, This being Putting on an event made me respect every rodeo, and I do not give anybody a hard time because I hate everything about putting that event on. I mean, (laughs) the end goal is what's so great, but, I mean, it, it really opens your eyes to what you what it takes to because I go out get my own sponsors I mm-hmm. I have the banners made I set up meetings I have to call the riders to get them there all the help stock I mean it, I do all that like my mom does the stuff with dealing with the county because I'm never home to do it but that's a we got a two people committee and it's
0: it's a pain what was the incentive for putting that on now like typically you see that we got the what is it the backyard bronc bash Mm -hmm. but other than that like you don't really see guys putting on events until they're at the tail end of their career and you're deciding to do it at the beginning of
1: your career um so i was growing up in utah it's a lot like here in nevada there's nothing that's big if you're in high school and stuff so i was like i'll create an event with big money where big guys still come to it, like the Kai Hamiltons, Mm -hmm. um, but then give high school kids opportunity to ride for big money, like kind of get a taste of what it's like on a daily basis riding at a high level. And that was, and there's, like I said, nothing in Utah. And so I wanted to bring something to the county that they have never seen before. And, I mean, that's kind of was my idea on it. And it's just gotten bigger and bigger each year. How many years have you been doing that? Uh this was my third year. Third year. Is is it an invitation? Yep. Deal? It's an invitation. Well, I invite the PRCA guys. I also invite the high school, but I um like I go off their world or their state standings and stuff. Like there so there is a way to qualify and then this year I wanted to eliminate any bad bull that there could be. So I had a qualifier the week before to bring five guys from that and that's kind of how it started. Very nice.
2: So all hands on deck from the Wright family then whenever that event's happening.
1: My mom. <laughs> My mom. She, she didn't even ask for me to do this event, but she all of it got put on her.
3: You said, hey, mom, I have this great idea. Um, also, can you do it?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't have anything else
0: going on. That's Why pretty not? much how it was. Just, yeah.
3: I feel like that's most meetings in our office. Like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're going to do it? Oh, yep. got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Done. Okay.
0: Well, let's change gears. The last time that we were here in Las Vegas, uh, you kind of dropped some jaws at this table when you said your aspirations for goals of I think it was 30, 30 world championships. Is that right?
1: Well, I want to, I want to win fifteen all around world titles. Okay, cause Trevor's got fourteen? I want to win fifteen, and I guess depending on how many gold buckles I could win besides the all around, right? I I I don't know. Yeah,
2: that's so it's pretty.
0: It's impressive though. Fifteen, especially in the world that you live in, and we're you know talking to some of the other uh, rough stock guys. It's like, man, we're so sore getting in there. But you're two events for this, and you're getting on more animals on on the the toughest side of things. And when you go into this deal for the for the finals, how do you physically feel? i
1: I feel really good. Like every almost every NFR that I've went to before, I went back to my high school wrestling coach, and they, they trained me, got me in shape. And like, I feel better going into the NFR than I do all year. Um, and honestly, when I leave the NFR, I feel better than I did all year. And like the soreness is like, I, I haven't really had to deal with it yet. Like, well, I'm 23. I haven't, I still got a pretty dang good body. So things are going my way. And I mean, but I'm also really good. Like if things aren't feeling good, if I don't feel like I can win, I do not show up. Like I I've rode with injuries. Like this year, I've rode with my uh, broken fibula and tore my the tendon that holds the, the tibia and fibula together with deep bone bruises. And like there was a few times that I was about to head home, but then I'd be like, yeah, "It's only eight seconds. We can figure this out." <laughs> Holy- yeah, <laughs> it's only eight. Seconds. My legs Next broken, eye, but I yeah
2: we'll. Put some dirt, rub some dirt on it. A
0: lot of things can happen in eight seconds. Yeah, but yeah, that's a it, it's very impressive. And you know, it's it's been very impressive to watch your start and how you're maintaining on this deal too. You know, and I don't know if it's the goals or whatever it is, but like, how do you throughout the entire year maintain that momentum? I mean, you've got you're you've got an incredible lead right now, or, or going right now in, in both saddle bronc and in the bull riding. So you've got that going right now, but, like, for the rest of the year, how do you maintain that?
1: Um, it it all comes down to who you travel with and your mindset. Like, and people overlook the mindset of things, and it it floors me. They just think they can, like, I I don't even know how to explain it. Like, when I show up, I know I'm going to win. Like, when other guys look at the draw, they're like, oh, I got this. And he's got that. Riders got this. Like, I don't even know why I'm going. Like, me, when I look at something, I'm like, that guy's, yeah, he's got a better horse than me, but he's the one that's going to look bad. He's got the pressure on him. I don't. I I got this 20-pointer that I'm going to turn into a 22-pointer and win the rodeo. Like, I, I just feel like no matter what I draw, I'm going to win. It doesn't matter if if the chance is zero or the percentage is zero, like that that's just my mindset on everything, and i'm gonna rip everything's head off and <laughs> I mean there i you gotta have the mindset of you're gonna win and and at all costs you'll win, no matter what the cards you're dealt with you're gonna win
2: who's the most competitive person in your family?-
1: um, excluding yourself with me out, I would say. Honestly, we're all pretty even, but Ryder. It's hard for people to look at, but like he's he's not going to sit there and tell you I'm going to win. Like he's just going to go do it, and he, so to me, Ryder's the most competitive because he's just always standing in the back, not trying to get in the uh, what is it limelight. Mm-hmm. And just comes up and stomps us all the time. It's always the quiet ones. Yeah, and he he freaks me out. So is it, is it
2: with everything like pick up basketball, ping pong? Like it doesn't matter what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah. Ryder's the same in the arena, out of the arena. Ryder's the same person. And then like, I'm a little more energetic, high strung. Right. And then Rusty's kind of in between. Rusty and Style are pretty similar. They're in between. Like they can be high strung, but they like staying quiet like Ryder. That's not me. Like I hate being quiet. It's not my thing. (laughs) I, I think that's boring. Like, we were at home the other day, and everybody was teasing me back like a kid and I, I looked over at Rusty, and he wasn't smiling. I said, "See, when you grow up, you look like that <laughs> I'm like i'm staying young i'm I'm staying a kid forever.
2: the bitter beer face, right. oh gosh, right. that's
0: awesome. What do you do in the summertime uh like when you really start getting getting to rolling, and things aren't quite going your way do you ever have you run into that yet, or everything has just been like
1: um rock and roll last summer um fourth of july i didn't get into any rodeos over the fourth which it was just a probably the worst luck and this is when your mind wants to get into the pity party and have well i decided i'd sit out and have the surgery on my wrist because it had been bugging me for since 2019 well i have the surgery and i come back and i bucked off the first 10 horses and 10 bulls in a row and I have not done that since I was like a freshman in high school. Like I was just like, you're screwed. Like you went out, winning, and had surgery and you come back healthy and you can't do it. Like you got like, a hammer on the wrist. Yeah. You're like, we I gotta do it. Break gotta, it again. Really <laughs> screw this thing up. So I, I mean, the thing that helped me overcome that is I just kept thinking, all right, you're one ride away or one ride closer to the breakout season. And, um, I mean, it was coming slow. Like them ten days were probably the longest ten days I've ever dealt with, and um, it was in Sheridan, Wyoming, when I everything finally clicked again. I I made a okay. I no, I made a good ride on an okay horse, mm-hmm. and then got on a bull, and um, I'd been bucking off everything, and rode him, and it, it was one that should have bucked me off. He was harder to ride than the past ten. Ducks, that, thing, <laughs> you know, that was the thing that made it worse. Is right. The bulls and horses yeah. that were bucking me off, I should have been able to ride with my opposite hand. And I mean, I just kept saying, like, you're one right away, you're one right away, you're right. Away. And then it got to the 10th ride, and I'm like, all right, like, is it not coming?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're still one right away. Yeah. The
1: package is supposed to be here by now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Is there a point in time when that does happen where you're like, well, hell, I might as well switch to my other hand? Like, some guys do.
1: Yeah, some guys do. I just thought, it, like, I went out. I was 88 and Greeley right before I had my wrist surgery. So I'm like, this is a perfect time to leave. I'm going out on top, and I'll come back, and it's like riding a bike. You'll just do it. And it, I could not figure it out. But, I mean, it just took getting on, and I, I might have just been – being timid, wondering if my wrist was fully healthy mm-hmm. or not and and it finally flipped.
2: So what'd you have done?
1: I so I am not really sure exactly what the bones are called, like staphoid and stuff like that it was broke. This this bone was broke off and it was hitting nerves. So it was a good and a bad thing. Like I could like throughout the day I couldn't hardly use it or close my hand. There was no strength in it. But then when I would ride, like the nerves, it was perfect but bad. It would roll in and my hand would lock shut, so bulls couldn't get my hand open. But then after I got off, I couldn't, like I couldn't take my helmet off, so I'd be using one hand to take it off, and just it just kept getting worse, and it got to the point my where I got drawn out of all them Fourth of July rodeos. My dad was like, "This could be a sign." So that that's another thing. My dad makes me look at it in a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Better and he's like, "This is the sign. Like you need to get it fixed. This is a good time." So I'm like, "All right, we'll use this." And so I went on and fixed that. And I mean, now it's pretty dang good. I mean, it's never going to feel good. It's bull riding. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's bull riding. It
2: hurts. It should be a t-shirt. Yeah, it's bull riding. It hurts. The Stetson Ride Invitational. Yeah. It's bull riding. It hurts. Yeah,
0: I love it. So what do you do like when you're getting, you obviously get it hurts banged up in the summertime. Do you have any recovery deal or do you take some time off to go? I mean, cryotherapy or anything crazy like that.
1: Yeah. So me and Kai will drive hours out of the way to go to cryotherapy and leave a rodeo day early to go find something. And I use this thing called a Beamer and it's literally saved my entire career. Like in 20 2021, I was contemplating being done with the bull riding mid July, start of August. I was getting knocked out like crazy and I couldn't seem to get it to stop. Well, I my dad got me onto this beamer thing and I started using it. And I mean, that was back in 2021. I got knocked out in Kenwick, started using it, and I've not been knocked out since. And I've had far worse hits, but just. The way it heals your body is just insane. So wow. what is the Beamer thing? Um, it's supposed to speed up white blood cells and make you recover faster. There's a lot more benefits into it. I'm I'm not very um, knowledgeable on it other than I know it works. Um, like my wrist will get sore. I'll put it on the front of my wrist and then the back of my wrist for eight minutes at a time, three to four times a day. And within like a day, a wrap. Th- is it a wrap sort of? It's a kind of like, like a blanket, but there's well,
3: small portions to it too. Like okay. you yeah. could lay on it. Some so of them.
1: for my head, I'd lay on the little blanket pad they have, and I'd sleep on it. And then there's like a, this little disc. I just set it right over where the pain is at. Yeah. And within first three sessions of doing it, the pain's gone, and wow, I don't even notice that I was hurting. I don't ride bulls,
0: but I'm getting old, so I think I need to. look Oh,
1: into and this I side. bought one for my dad, and he uses it every day, and his in. Oh, and that's another thing: does it uh, ups your energy, makes you sleep better? And I mean, I'm not, I'm not lying at all. You can go look into it, do it, and absolutely think it's not going to work, and it'll work. It's. I thought it was maybe a mind thing, but they are it, pretty yeah.
3: fabulous. They actually have like the horse versions and everything now. Ah. Like it's, it's come a long ways.
2: Does it work for recovering from long nights in places that you don't remember where you went? Yeah. It does? Actually,
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> I need that
2: blanket
1: now. But if you don't drink a lot of water while you're on it, your kidneys will hurt. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, so I When I first got it, I was abusing it, like using it constantly more than I was supposed to. And I, my everything started hurting. I'm like, what the heck? Well, then I talked to the lady that I got it from. She's like, you drinking water? I'm like, no. She's like... Yeah, you have to drink a lot of water using it just what you're supposed to, and you're using it way too much, so right. you're probably going to hurt. Hmm.
3: Because it detoxes, essentially. Yeah. It pushes it all out.
1: My
0: kidney might pop out of me
2: right now. <laughs> no comment. Let's take a quick pause, and we'll be right back. When the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo is in town in December, it's also time to celebrate the Western lifestyle with the Cowboy Channel, Cowboy Christmas. Catch live shows on the Ariet Rodeo live stage, check out the Yeti Junior World Finals, get close up with the NFR contestant autograph sessions and enjoy the entire day. Hand shopping, there's something for everyone. Create your memories in Vegas. The Cowboy Channel, Cowboy Christmas, located on levels one and two in the south halls of the Las Vegas Convention Center. It's all here. So, um, tell us about about your daughter because she's she's growing up fast.
1: Yeah, um, growing up really fast. She just started t ball, and I mean, she's a spitfire. I'm not really sure why they even start t ball that young because it's like, what? It's like uh, I wouldn't even know how to explain it other than it's impossible. <laughs> that sounds about right. Like she under she likes the to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when they tell her you need to run to the base, she's just like, I don't understand why you'd want me to do that when I could sit here and hit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so she's really good at hitting, but when it comes to running around, she's like, no, I, someone else can do that. Sounds someone fetch the yeah. ball. Yeah. She's actually seems really smart. How old is she now? She's three.
2: Yeah. That's the best. I'll never forget when, when my daughter was three, she played soccer. And why we signed her up. Like she had no interest whatsoever. Her older brother was playing, but she literally, she kicked the ball twice the whole season. And it was at kickoff. Like the rest of it, she never touched the ball. She'd be like standing on the outside. And when Pete, like she would literally flinch when people came by her with the ball, she'd be
1: like, Oh God, like
2: you're on the soccer
1: team. Kick it. Oh, that, that's what I was trying to discuss with them. I'm like, why are we here? Like, We should let it be her idea. Like, we're yeah. making her do this. I'm like, I don't really like this, but she loves hitting the ball. So I'm like, all right, well, she's going to be a really good hitter. Maybe, <laughs> maybe then, golf.
3: Yeah. Hey, there yeah. you go. That pays. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Golf, <laughs> hit,
1: cart, drive. Anything yep. other than rodeo, I'd be happy if she did. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's
3: a
1: great awesome. idea, actually.
2: So does she travel with you during the summertime?
1: Um, No, I, I, not yet. She is wild. I'm and I know I could handle her, but like, I think her mom would stress too much. If I, I, I get her, that. So I don't think they. I don't think her mom trusts me enough. <laughs> I know I could do it, but they wouldn't like how me and Kingsley would go about it. So,
3: who babysat the kid while you were on a yeah. bull? Bowl? Well, one of the guys in the back. She was fine.
1: Well, that's what I try to tell her. I'm like, when I get on a bronc, Kai's there. Kai can watch her. And then when I get on a bull, I'm like, one of the bronc riders can watch her. I'm like, it'll be simple. That don't fly, I guess. You need to have somebody else there. Apparently. <laughs> she, yeah.
2: She's sitting careful. in a rigging bag. She was fine. Yeah, she you know? was she, here a second ago. Had, I don't know. Baby powder all
1: over. She's yeah. When my she dad was fighting bulls,
3: <laughs> he took my brother to a bull riding, and I think my brother is maybe three or four years old, and... It was during the bull riding, they were running steers back into another pin type thing. And my brother ended up in the alleyway and he's running for his life. And Billy, Billy, they're going to get me. He says, keep running. <laughs> my dad after finds out and he's like, what were you doing back there? I told you to stay here. My mom's like, where were you? He goes, well, I was fighting bulls. I don't know. What do you mean? What happened?
1: So what's Kai like to travel with? Uh, Traveling with Kai is freaking awesome. Like he he's practically my brother. Like we literally fight. Constantly, but I mean, he's he's probably one of the few bull riders I think that are winners. Like, there's guys that win, but like, he's a winner. Mm -hmm. Like, every time I've done good, if he didn't, like, he was never trying to throw shade at me like most people would. But, and that's when I realized that I like traveling with him, is when like. When he well for me when people do good it never bugs me I just think I just need to better and he is has like the same mindset looking at it but he's also the funniest person I've ever met (laughs) says the weirdest (laughs) stuff you'd ever hear
0: (laughs) but does any of that wear out Do you find yourself saying his little sayings
1: Yeah, and I'll tease him about it and then I'll catch myself when someone asks me like he says batteries when I'm like Kai that's a battery He's like no they're batteries. Now when somebody would be like, bring it up, I'll call batteries. And I'm like, oh, man, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have teased him.
2: So what other chiasms do you have?
1: Like, what does he say?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, gosh. He, he said, what was it? Was it Rido? Rido.
1: Rido. And Gunner? A Gunner? Are you, are you Gunner <laughs> Doer? Or oh. Gunner? <laughs> and he texts it, too. I'm like, am I going to do it? Like, wh- why do you guys... Gunner, it's um, there's
0: ours that end up on the words like Australia, yeah. and I'm like, can you spell that?
2: Have no. you ever had someone ask him if he's from New Zealand?
1: Oh yeah, I don't think he likes that. Oh no no no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they
2: don't. And it's the same thing with Kiwis. If you're like, oh, are you from Australia? oh, they will. Oh, I'm from New Zealand. Yeah, you know, I mean, they pardon me. I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, you guys kind of talk a lot. Yeah. Uh,
0: what about uh, coming here to Vegas? Is there some place that you, that's kind of like your go-to, like this is where I want to go decompress or hang out or, you know, after the show, what do you do post-perf in Vegas?
1: I literally immediately go back to my room after each perf. I'm usually exhausted. Like I, Hmm. I don't want to do anything. Like I've never really, I've been the NFR every year since 2003, never missed a perf. And I don't think I've ever went out and done anything.
3: Well, you were just now like of age, so I'm glad to hear that you were out in <laughs> yeah, the bars yeah. or casinos.
0: Good called. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about like uh, like food? Is there any food in Vegas, or is it just like simple? Go to the store.
3: Did you yeah. have mom's spaghetti
1: this year? No. Oh. Um.
2: Wait, is your mom famous for spaghetti? Is there? Did I miss an email?
1: My mom's famous for everything. I swear. Yeah. But. When my dad, the last few NFRs that he made, well, I shouldn't say a few, from 2018 to 16, we were always in, uh, they'd rent houses and stuff. Okay. So we just eat what she cooked, which was awesome because I'm not a fan of fancy food in Vegas. Sure. I guess I have bad taste buds or something. But <laughs> I like First I thing
3: Stetson said when he got here, that Chinese place I went to today, not very good. <laughs> what was no, it? I, was I don't even know.
0: Yeah. So is it pretty simple? What well, Like, what kind of, I mean... You're-
2: meatballs, meat sauce? Yeah. I mean, come on. You, you give us some of the ingredients oh, on Mom's spaghetti. On the spaghetti? Yeah.
1: So people just set the noodles down, put the sauce on top. That's uh-huh. so wrong. That's like, you, you're you probably going to end up in hell. <laughs> 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 so she cooks the noodles and sauce together, and that okay. way it mixes in, and it's pretty yeah. good. I don't like even that. know the recipe, so... Yeah.
2: But is it is it like a meat sauce, or does she do meatballs or sausage, or what? what's...
1: She does like hamburger, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And meat okay, sauce yep, yeah, meat sauce, and oh, yeah, does it right yeah what
2: what else is your mom famous for cooking, like what would be your top three mom cook these meals like oh i'm I'll be there in just a minute,
1: literally everything like i I couldn't name three, what okay,
2: we gotta narrow it down
0: one besides spaghetti,
2: what's one more,
1: she makes this stuff called. I think it's cowboy casserole. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah,
0: yeah. Pretty really, good.
1: really good. But she doesn't do it very often.
0: Well, that's the thing that that's interesting too, is as big as your family is, I was just fixing not, to say, it's not like we like, Oh, we're having, you know, I mean, that's, you're cooking for a large amount of people.
2: <laughs> she brings in the covered wagon and yeah. she's like, all right, here it yeah, is. Bringing the triangle, <laughs> straggling in whenever they get in.
0: Yeah. yeah that's she's, awesome.
1: She's awesome. Yeah. But I need to quit making bets with her. What do you mean? Well, I set myself up to lose for a bet. So at the American this year, okay. she called me. And I'd been trying to buy a Ram Dynamax. Okay. Big old RV, whatever. Well, she's always wanted a Jeep. And I'm like, Mom, if I win the American, like in either event, can I buy a Ram Dynamax? She's like, no, but if you win both, you have to buy me a Jeep. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'll I'll buy you a jeep if I win both of them. Well, I ended up winning both of them, and she's like, you don't have to buy me a jeep. I was just joking. She's like, just fly us out to Houston. So we flew my mom, my dad, sister. Well, no, I flew them out there to hang out with us. And well, when I got home from the winter run, I told her I had well I had a doctor's appointment for my ankle and leg, get it all checked out. Well, I stopped there, drove right over to the place to buy the Jeep. <laughs> got this big old bow on it. <laughs> I I drove it home, and she had, she'd been driving my charger, so I'm like, Mom, come check out my car. I washed it. She's like, I washed it before you got here. Like, why would you do that again? And I'm like, no, like, it's super clean. You got to come watch it or come look at it. Well, she walks out there. And it wasn't a reaction I thought I was going to get. I thought she was going to be really happy. She just starts crying. <laughs> She's wanted a Jeep since 2000, I think, is what she was telling us. And I'm like, you're crying over a car. Are you kidding me, Mom? <laughs> but, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's supposed yeah. to be a happy day. Actually, I'll take it back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my bad.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. What's, uh, does your dad have any you say how he kind of makes you look at the big picture of things. So where you're at now, I mean, does he still have those little words of advice that really resonate with you or is it just kind of like you got to figure it out?
1: Oh, he says a lot to me. And I know I don't have anything figured out. I just know to keep a positive mindset. But um, the other day coming back from Clovis, we had some a long talk, but I'd been struggling riding bulls, not – I wasn't not doing good, but I wasn't doing the way I wanted, and I was second there, third, and it just pisses me off. But he called me before Clovis and said, I'm going to pull up, like when you get home, I'm going to get some videos of back when you rode steers. He's like, that's how you need to ride is when you rode steers. I'm like, okay. I'm like, "I, I know what you're talking about. And I told him right before I hung up the phone, getting on in Clovis in the bore ride, and I said, I'm going to make the perfect ride that you've been wanting to see. Well, I, I, I'm not going to say it's perfect because there's no such thing, but I made a really good ride and whatever. He sent me a thumbs up and said it was perfect, but th- that's what he does. He boosts my ego and he's always trying to help me. But on the way home, like I'm not the best about working out. I'll do it right for the NFR. Like I, but I should be doing it better throughout the year and he'll say things that will like not put you he's not putting you down but makes you like think you are taking what you're doing for granted but he said i i feel like you're 5 years old again wrestling and i'm on the side of the mat like you're you're not you don't know what you're doing or i want you to win so bad but you don't give a shit that them were his exact words because really it's like me going to the t-ball game yes. i want hold, her to hold, do hold good, on hold on not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and it wasn't even like rude but it, like fired me up and i'm like i said dad i i want it more than i ever have and i'm like i'm like you don't have to worry about that and he said well then go get it and i mean everything's been going good since then yeah
2: well, that's that's awesome, and the other thing too is like it's it's a parent's job to keep you humble and to keep you focused. I mean, I'll never forget I, I had a similar moment, not not nearly as as big as yours, but me and my partner won the high school finals, but we were nine in the short round. Like, who cares, you know? So I, you know, we're driving home from Gillette to Florida, and you know, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, and I literally said, "Hey, Dad, we did a pretty good job, didn't we?" And he goes, "Yeah, you could have been faster, you know," and it's like you literally just won a national title, but it was, you know, it was my dad's way of going, Hey, like you left some meat on the bone. Exactly. Like there's, there's more that can be done here. And you know, until you're hanging your rope up, like the job's not finished. Like there's other things that we can go back in and, and work on. And that's, that's a father's love. So that's, yeah. it's good that you have a parent that is like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm not just going to keep telling you, Hey, you're Stetson, Wright, you're, you're
1: La La Land yeah, right? You're in law. Yeah. You're God's gift rodeo. Right. It's like,
2: no, you, if you don't keep, Working at that, somebody else is going to beat you because somebody else is going to be hungry too.
0: Or you get lackadaisical and kind of just like, ah, you know, well, I mean, like the 10, getting bucked off 10 in a row, you know what I mean? On both sides, to where it's like, all right, you can, I mean, you can get hurt, like you said, bull riding it, it hurts, but like there are consequences to where you start laying off the gas and, you know, either somebody else comes from the backfield and runs past you or you, get lazy and you know it's like that's not the one to get lazy on so
1: yeah he he tries to reassure me like don't be comfortable and like that's what I felt like i I was doing yeah it was just like my mindset was you're gonna win on anything but I I kind of ruined the way that is supposed to be like I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna do it better than ever to where I was just like, eh, you're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win. And I was getting lax day school cool. And I mean, it started showing in my ride and like I was getting them road, but it was coming down to the judge's clock because right, right. I was being lazy. And I mean, he, like I said, he, he wasn't putting me down, but dang for sure made me open my eyes. And I mean that I could have took that as kiss my ass to your, you're being rude, or right, right, or and well. As soon as he said, it, I just thought like he knows, like clearly, I'm not doing my job routes. I wouldn't be on this phone call right now, <laughs> listening. Like, yeah,
2: there's I, a reason we're having this conversation.
1: Yeah. So, and I mean, if he's going to take the time out of his day to tell me what he thinks I could do better, I'm dang for sure going to listen because he, the way he won and the way he went about his career is just how I want to do mine.
0: Yeah, class act for.
2: Well, that's, that's outstanding, brother, and we look forward to seeing you hopefully win the Triple Crown this year. That, that'd be a good little ornament to put on the tree, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, that'd be so awesome.
2: Well, keep it up, keep working hard, and we look forward to seeing you when you get back to Vegas.
1: Thanks. Thank you, Stetson. Thank you.
2: Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit NFRExperience.com, and we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart Radio, and wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe.